Welcome to They Didn't Teach Us That in Seminary, the Broadmoor Baptist Church of Baton Rouge podcast.
do you actually read the fine print? When you download a program or you're trying to connect to public Wi-Fi or you're applying for a credit card, do you read the fine print before clicking accept? Most of us do not, I confess, I don't. We're in a hurry to use the Wi-Fi or the program or the words are just too small and too hard to see. We'd have to use a magnifying glass to see such small things. This morning, just for a moment, I want us to take out our magnifying glass because the woman we meet is fine print. We overlook and bypass her for larger print. We all know the large characters of the Bible, don't we? You don't have to be a churchgoer to know the big characters of the Bible. Abraham and Sarah, Samuel, David, Ruth, Naomi, Mary, Joseph, Peter, and Paul. These are written in large letters. They have big stories. They're chiseled in stained glass windows in churches around the world. Barbara Brown Taylor says they're painted so large in the Bible because they're important in some way. They did something that has made a difference in our religious history and somehow they make a difference in our faith today. So I ask you, take out your magnifying glass and place it over this poor, no-named widow that Jesus points out. She doesn't show up in stained glass windows. She's too small. Too many large people crowd her out. But when Jesus points to anyone... We must pay attention. The gospel itself is driven by people who are unknown. They have unknown names. They're insignificant. and They give tiny contributions sometimes. Their words and their deeds are, are small. But they set in motion... A Holy Spirit-driven domino effect that causes our own world to change right before our eyes. Think of the visitors from the East who go first to spy on and then to worship and to offer gifts to the newborn baby Jesus. Or the little boy that had a small sack lunch he offered to Jesus mere five loaves and two fish, but it became enough to feed thousands. Or the woman who gave her very best gift, a jar of expensive perfume, and anointed Jesus' feet, an act that touched Jesus at the very deepest level. They are tiny, fine print, mere blips on the big screen of history, Yet, what do they have in common? Extravagant generosity. A kind of sacrifice remarkable, not only for the impact, but because it's seemingly anonymous. 
This story, Mark 12, is a perfect example of that. Imagine this scene. Jesus was at the temple one day with his disciples. They were people watching. He focused squarely on the part of the temple called the treasury. It's where people brought their offerings. Offerings that went to support the temple, the budget, you know. And many rich people were putting in large sums of money. Now imagine a line of people, each one dressed in fine linens, sporting Brooks Brothers suits. They were. Neiman Marcus dresses. Draped with expensive jewelry. Each one holding a big bag of gold coins. Maybe a barrel of copper and silver coins, or a satchel full of jewels and gems. Or maybe they were writing substantial checks, and they lay them visibly on top of all the others in the plate as it passed by. And they wait till all the eyes are on them, right? And they came riding in on the finest of camels, the fanciest of Mercedes, They slowly pour in their coins to make it last. Draw all the attention to themselves. They get the attention of the priest. They have the attention of the disciples who I'm sure are admiring these men. There's some applause from onlookers, I imagine. We hear them whispering their names adoringly among the money counters. While the world is watching the wealthy, something else catches Jesus' attention. Now, she makes no loud sound. She doesn't draw attention to herself. She isn't flashy. No camel SUV. No applause-drawing offering. She wasn't rich. She was a poor widow. Now, was it her appearance? Was it something about her face? Was the way she was dressed? Was there something about her that said poor, lonely, and left with very little? She dropped in her offering, but nobody heard it. A couple of copper coins worth about a penny. One sixty-fourth the average worker's daily wage. She walked up dropped her two measly pennies in the plate. Now we know nothing about her. We would have never heard about this woman, this no-name widow. We know nothing about her the way we know nothing about the poor people who don't shop where we shop or don't eat where we eat or don't live where we live. In fact, no one is watching her really, and I hesitate to say too much about her because she's supposed to be anonymous. But then you look at all the rich folk around her making a show of their riches and a show of their offerings, and Jesus steps into the pulpit. He says, I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all the others giving offerings in the treasury. Who's that? Lord, who are you talking about? 
Jesus had to point her out. Because the disciples were watching the show, admiring the upper class, probably dreaming about the day Jesus would be king and they would be the ones pouring in the coins. But there was no applause for her. No one turned their head to watch her, but this unnamed, unknown woman caught the attention of the Son of God. Jesus has to draw our attention to her, makes us preach about her. And when the world is watching the wealthy and wonderful, Jesus is watching the weak and widowed. He says, I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all the others putting in their big checks in the plate. Now, the CPAs among us, the the money and numbers people, they might say, well, Jesus made an accounting error, a big one. Does he not know that $2,000 is worth a lot more than two pennies? Didn't he see that the rich were giving much, much more than this widow. And we don't build a budget on piddling pennies. How could he say two pennies is more than $2,000? I made up $2,000. How could he say for all of these contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had. All she had to live on. Was it because two pennies make more of a difference on the temple budget than $2,000? Absolutely not. Everyone knows two pennies don't make a difference in finances of the temple or the church. Two cents wouldn't buy more camels or candles, wouldn't touch the electric bill or the heater repairs, wouldn't, wouldn't pay for a copier or cameras. Two cents doesn't come close to making a difference in buying animals or keeping insurance on a bus or a building. Two pennies can't make a difference that $2,000 can make for a temple or a church. But it can make a difference in the life and the heart of a giver. Two cents can make a bigger difference in the heart and the life of a giver. When the wealthy give their large sums, they don't miss it. It seems to be what he's saying. They don't miss it. They've got plenty to live on. Plenty to keep up fast and fabulous lifestyle. Wearing fast and flashy clothes. Taking their fantastic far out vacations. But when the wealthy give their large offerings, they don't feel the sacrifice of ambitions. Or the struggle over greed. He seems to be saying their offering made no difference. Not in their hearts or their life, anyway. But not so for the widow. The moment she heard her two pennies plink in the barrel, she knew 
that at that very moment, her life would be affected for a long time. That she'd have to do without a luxury for that day. She'd have to wait until the next time she had money before she fed her ambitions or struggled with greed, perhaps. Because of her gift, she would have to do some serious reprioritizing of her life, reassessing her commitment to God, and she'd have to do it very soon. She won't be eating out after that kind of sacrifice. But somehow she knew she was doing the right thing because she recognized that her gift was a reflection of her commitment to God. She knew that her offering was less about making a difference in the temple budget and more about making a difference in her own faith. And somehow her offering in that plate that day was more representative of her love for God and her gratitude for God's blessings than her desire to see the work of God continue in her community. She gave painfully, I imagine she also gave joyfully. And in return, her two-cent gift would give her riches 2,000 could never touch. Jesus called her gift greater because it made a bigger difference in her life. It was a better picture of the sincerity of her commitment, a better picture of her trust than any of the other gifts of those giving without sacrifice. If Jesus were watching us today, could he say, hey, watch that one. Let's pray. We are blessed, Lord, with much. We give a lot. But perhaps we haven't made a sacrifice. A sacrifice that requires our trust. Demonstrates our commitment. Whatever it is you're calling us to do, demonstrate. We pray you help us begin this morning. In Christ we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to They Didn't Teach Us That in Seminary, the official podcast of Broadmoor Baptist Church of Baton Rouge. For more information about our church, please check us out on Facebook by searching for Broadmoor Baptist Church of Baton Rouge. You can also find us on YouTube by searching for Broadmoor Baptist Church of Baton Rouge. We're on Twitter and Instagram as at Broadmoor underscore BC. Thanks again for listening, and we hope to see you on Sundays.